Welcome to English, Please, the podcast where we explore captivating topics in under 10 minutes in clear, intermediate English. I'm your host, Christopher. I live and work in New York City, and I'm a language enthusiast who has always been interested in the most effective ways to learn a new language. If you're learning English and find it difficult to discover intermediate-level content that is interesting and also is designed for learning English, this podcast is made for you. I mentioned it in the last episode, but it's very busy here in New York City. There are a lot of events during this time of year, and last weekend, I went to Brooklyn for a holiday party with some friends. On the way home, I was looking out the window of the taxi as we crossed the Brooklyn Bridge, and I began to think more about this incredible symbol of New York City. Well, in this episode, you'll hear a bit more about it. So let's go! Towering over the East River, the Brooklyn Bridge is not simply a transportation link. It's a symbol of ingenuity, resilience, and the power of human ambition. Its history is fascinating and filled with visionary ideas, engineering marvels, and human drama. Today, the Brooklyn Bridge is both a cultural icon and a vital lifeline for New York City. In the early 19th century, the bustling cities of New York and Brooklyn were separated by the churning waters of the East River. Ferries provided the only way of crossing the river, but they were unreliable and often overcrowded. Recognizing the need for a more permanent and efficient connection, several individuals began proposing the construction of a bridge. One of these individuals was the German-American engineer, John Augustus Roebling. Inspired by the success of suspension bridges in Europe, Roebling envisioned a magnificent structure that would span the long distance between the two cities. His design was audacious, featuring steel cables for unparalleled strength, as well as a Gothic Revival style. In fact, the Brooklyn Bridge's style is part of the reason it remains such a recognizable landmark. In 1869, construction began on the Brooklyn Bridge. This was a project that would test the limits of engineering knowledge and human endurance. Tragically, Roebling died from a construction accident only one year into the project, leaving his son, Washington, to finish the job. Washington Roebling faced several incredible challenges. The massive and difficult effort to build the bridge required innovative solutions. Remember also, this was over 150 years ago. One of these solutions was the development of caissons to construct the bridge's foundations beneath the turbulent water. Ah, so caisson is definitely not a common word, and it's nothing you will need to remember or use, most likely. It is, however, an important part of how the bridge was built, so I'm going to explain it briefly. To understand a caisson, imagine a box without a bottom, or a base, but it's much, much bigger and much, much stronger. This box was submerged into the river. Since the box kept water out and created a space with air, workers were able to dig into the river floor from inside the box until, eventually, they reached the hard bedrock below. 
This hard bedrock was necessary to support the heavy towers of the bridge. This is a very simple description, of course, but I hope it helps. Once construction was finished inside the caissons, they were left in the river to become the solid base of the bridge. Oh, and there were two caissons for the entire bridge, so they really were enormous. You can imagine the dangerous conditions of construction like this in the late 1800s. Workers faced many hazards. One of these was an illness related to decompression after working underwater for long periods of time, also called the bends. To put this as simply as possible, decompression is the reduction of pressure after diving. You might know the more common usage of this word as a verb, to decompress. This is often used in English to mean to unwind or to relax after doing something stressful, for example. Despite these setbacks and tragedies, the project continued, driven by the determination of thousands of workers. Finally, on May 24, 1883, the Brooklyn Bridge opened to thunderous applause. It was the longest suspension bridge ever built and a testament to human ingenuity. President Chester Arthur led a procession across the bridge, followed by a parade of both dignitaries and ordinary citizens. The event marked a new chapter in the history of New York City, uniting two vibrant communities and forever altering the landscape of the city. Over the years, the Brooklyn Bridge has undergone several transformations. It has been strengthened, modernized, and adapted to accommodate changing traffic patterns and technological advancements. Today, there are six lanes for cars and trucks, and there are two pedestrian walkways, as well as two dedicated bike lanes. In fact, over 150,000 people use the bridge each day, whether they are commuting to work, enjoying a leisurely stroll, or simply taking in the breathtaking views. It is a place where tourists and locals alike come to marvel at its grandeur and unforgettable setting. The bridge has also become a cultural icon, featured in numerous films, television shows, and works of art. Like structures such as the Empire State Building and the Statue of Liberty, the Brooklyn Bridge is instantly recognizable around the world as a symbol of New York City. And with that, we close another episode of English, Please. There were a couple of technical parts here. It really isn't possible to talk about the Brooklyn Bridge without them. But I hope you were able to understand most of the episode. And don't forget, as always, there's a transcript available to help you with your understanding. You can find the link in the episode note. I recommend listening again with the transcript to help with anything that wasn't clear. Again, I'm Christopher, and I want to invite you to join me in future episodes of English, Please, to hear about a variety of topics, all focused on helping you with your English. Subscribe now wherever you listen to podcasts, and let's embark on an adventure together in clear, understandable English. I also encourage you to visit comullen.com slash pod for more information. That's comullen.com slash pod. 
See you soon.